What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, that was oh, my, Lord Jesus. That was my Martin Lawrence. Uh, that was pretty good. Up? What's up? What's up? Uh, you no. got to do it again? One no, more, I can't do it. One but more time? No, no, no more. No oh, more. Okay. What's up, guys? This is Kyote from Scriptly Adapted Uncut. And it's Kate. Welcome back. Welcome, people. It's been a little while. Yeah. We should have left you. Without some dope beats to step to, step you, to, are, step What is to? wrong with you I don't know. Right I don't now. know why all this is happening. What is happening, know. guys? He's know. not focused. He's um, not focused at all. Welcome to another episode, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us on another episode. This this show, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We we have to get into some uh, a film, not too many films, a film that we saw recently, mm. a show that I had the pleasure of watching on Amazon. I believe, yeah, on Amazon. And uh, whatever else Kate wants to talk about after that. I don't know why you're doing that. I'm just saying. Uh, don't I thought it was appropriate. Don't disrespect the show that I'm about to get into. Okay. Um, first right. off, guys, let me get into this first show. Amazon does it again. I mean, Amazon is producing some really yeah. good original content. Yeah, they are. Um, well, actually, I take that back. This is the only show I've watched on Amazon. <laughs> me too. <That> is- <laughs> I thought this that is, too, but I was like, should I should this, I sell myself out like that? I probably should be honest. This is literally the only episode I have watched on Amazon, uh, only show I've watched on Amazon. Um, so let me get right into it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about The Boys. Woo-hoo! Yes, oh, The Boys. Woo-hoo! Yes, okay. one more time for The Boys. Woo-hoo! The Boys, guys, mm-hmm. on Amazon uh, I had no clue what the hell this show was about until I've heard a couple of my friends talk about it. They There's asked, been hype. There's they been asked hype. me about it. They asked me if it's uh, if I watched it. Of course, I said no because there's a billion shows on these streaming services on it's top of really. on top of the networks. It makes it really hard to like keep track if yeah. you're not like unemployed and have nothing to do with your life, you're not watching all these shows, no. right? Like, but I've very, been there. I binge-watched Buffy the Vampire there. Slayer. You did. You, I watched seven seasons in you, three months, people. You you, you were one of those people. You I, I, You know, I didn't mean to bring up a sore subject. But yes, that was, <laughs> that was your life for a while. It was. Um, it was. But this show, Good The times. Boys, outstanding. Um, really about a group of – and this is from uh, the IMDB page. I'm going to take this from. Okay. A group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. These superheroes are employed by a – it's almost like a, 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 a marketing agency, so to speak. Like a, a, Not a marketing. An agency that, that um, manages them. Okay. Right? So they are um, – they abuse their power. They are greedy. They are ultra violent. They hide some of the, the 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 crimes that they actually do because they are what they call soups, superheroes. Uh, they're unstoppable, mm. and the people look up to them as they're as if they were gods. And it's just a very dark, funny, ultra violent effects of the like the the visual effects of the actual superheroes powers really well done like it's a really well produced show um highly recommend man it it, it shocked me it's eight, it's eight episodes that's it it felt eight like ep- you were yeah. watching it for eight episodes quick watches because they're so intense and so uh action packed with material that you're sitting there for about 50 minutes and you're like, wow, that's that's it? And it just goes right into the next one. I, I binged this in like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it did. It was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. A really interesting cast too. Carl Urban, who plays 
uh, Billy Butcher, who's one of the boys. And mind you guys, the boys are a group of guys who are anti-superheroes, right? Mm. They all have their stories on why they don't like superheroes. They know that they take advantage of people and their jobs, and they're not really superheroes. If you think about it, um, they show up and take – they show up. They take the credit for everything, mm-hmm. and um, they get no repercussions for anything they do. Um, so with that, you have a group who's against them. And Billy, of course, you need Billy that. Butcher, played by Carl Urban, is the head of the boys. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because the season's relatively new. But Billy Butcher, uh, let's just say his wife uh, is, is not did in the picture. Wrong. It did him wrong. Real wrong. Mm. Uh, yeah, his, his wife did him wrong, all right. Um, so now it's Billy Butcher, Jack Quaid, who plays Huey. Um, you have um, uh, Laz Alonzo, who still works, man. That man works. I got to tell you, mm. he finds jobs. His agent needs to get a raise because, <laughs> because Laz Alonzo, who plays Mother's Milk. That's his name, Mother's Milk. Ew. I, I don't know what that's about that's yet. That's weird. Uh, Mother's Milk. Um, he's he's part of the boys. And uh, Tomer Capone, or Capon, or C-A-P-O-N. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's probably Capon. Capone is with the vowel at the end. Just take it from Italian. Yes, well, thank you. Uh, He plays Frenchie, who is also part of the boys. Um, And they're just this, you know, just vigilante group that... uh, that, that takes measures into their own hands. Now, and, would you say yeah. they're vigilantes or the superheroes are vigilantes? Uh, both. Hmm, interesting. They're both, they're, they're both, in my eyes, they're both vigilantes. Okay. Um, uh, but you, but they're, they're the only group of men who are willing to take on the soups. Okay. They're the only group of men who are not afraid to. Um, and they're the only group of men who are putting their lives on the line and their reputations and their families' lives on the lines by trying to do this. Gotta remember, they're dealing with a maniac who is Homelander, played by Anthony Starr. I don't First know who of all, he is. he is creepy. Is something going on He's... with his bottom lip? I don't know what's happening, but every time I look at him, it makes me want to throw up. Kate, that's beyond the point. I'm Homelander. Just uh, is the leader attractive? of the seven, which is the seven major superheroes of the uh, of of the soups, major mm-hmm. superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's he makes you wanna, yeah, he makes you wanna scream. He's a bit crazy. Uh, he is he's Captain America and Superman uh, gone, rogue. gone rogue and bad, right? Mm-hmm. He's that bad nightmare, right? And he's the most powerful. So he's damn near unstoppable. Mm. So his the fact that he knows he's unstoppable and he's powerful, and also that he is the leader of this group of superheroes who are also who also fear him, um, makes his character really interesting. He's very he's a very complex character, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's he is being coddled by the woman who runs. Uh, Vault, which is this agency that that's that manages the soups, the superheroes. Uh, he has this weird relationship with her, um, almost like a mother son, but more sick and oh, sexual. Oh yeah, I saw that scene. It was um, kind of it was very loaded. Yeah, very very sick and sexual kind of thing going on. Um, it, you don't really know much. He doesn't really know much about his past, other than that he's kind of been created to be this guy um, which is another part of the show that you guys gotta watch um, are these superheroes God? Do, are these God given powers or are they created that's the question mm-hmm. and you'll know that you'll mm-hmm. find that out in, in these episodes in season one um, but yeah Kate I, 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 I even think 
you would have liked it. Or re- you would have respected it. You would have been like, I you know what? I think a little bit bad. of the acting was a little cheesy, to be honest. I I watched, I, I zeroed in on a few episodes while you were watching them, and I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. I don't, I, it was I a little cheesy, to, guys. It was a little cheesy. I have to respectfully disagree with you. You know, I don't, I don't like the, con- I mean, nothing about the concept, like, is like, whoa, that's brilliant. What the? <laughs> what did you just say? Kate, are you nuts? No, but I mean, it's it's just kind of like I could see a bunch of like superhero nerds. Sorry, Giancarlo, getting around a table and saying, "Hey, let's do a show about superheroes gone bad." Well, and they like, did it, and now they're millionaires. It's like an SNL and, skit. Well, gone. yeah, and they did like, it, and now they're millionaires, and now their show is. I don't one think of they're the millionaires yet, guys. Well, now one of their shows is one of the most popular shows. I don't on hear. Television. I don't hear that just yet. You well, if you don't hear. Then it's coming soon. Why does your sound louder than I think mine? you have to put your volume up I don't think that's fair. Lighter, I mean, lighter. okay, let me try that one more time. Hold on, guys. I think, yeah, hold I on, think that's on. what it is. Ah, there you go. There yes, we go. yes. You so, learn something new every day, huh? So, guys, my uh, without giving too much away, uh, The Boys is a it is a, a graphic novel. A graphic comic book or novel? John Carl's going to kill me. But it's one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, it is based on a, on a comic book slash novel, a graphic novel. And um, yeah, I, I, I never read it. I don't think I need to because I, I feel <laughs> like I will be spoiled. Uh, not spoiled, but I don't want to spoil anything for me as I watch this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am highly recommending this. I give this show an A, and I don't give A's a lot, but I give this show a solid A for entertainment, for production value, for for uh, violence. I mean, you have Homelander, who is a superhero. He's he's killing terrorists with his eye vision and <laughs> chopping them up into pieces with his eye vision and guts and brains are all over the They're place. They're terrorists. They deserve it, the worst. Yes, they deserve it. But it's so cool to see that power or that that part of his of his power be used deadly because you don't really you don't see, see that. it much, yeah. right? That's not what superheroes exactly. do. Exactly. Right. And you don't and I don't think you saw Superman Superman well, you know doesn't what? kill. No, so you, you know never what? see Superman Though, use it either you know what? in deadly Though, as well. You have Batman kill the bad people or maim them or hurt them. But no matter how realistic Batman may be in these live action films, you still always get the feeling of of kapow and bam and pow and all that stuff like cartoon Batman that is so good and doesn't want to hurt or kill anybody. So it's very in that sense I understand what you mean about it being kind of different and cool is that you're lost there's a loss of innocence with this show and the topic and I think you know it's it's no longer about it's a little dark. It's no oh, longer it's about dark. about superheroes dark. like I'm just going to maim your arm, break is, your arm. Like Kate, now, it's like no, I'm out to kill you. Okay, it is with my vision, it is my red what, eyes. It is if superheroes really live today, how they probably would be perceived, and how they mm, themselves, I like that. how themselves would operate in a normal world. I like that. Right? I like that idea. If you know you have the power to be invisible, would you not do things that would probably be deemed as questionable? Mm. Right? Of course you would. Some people would. Don't tell me that you wouldn't, because I kind of would, right? I, I wouldn't want to, but I definitely would test the limits of my power. Yeah, right? fair enough. You would enough. definitely test the limits of your power. So the boys, um, I, I gotta, I gotta give, I gotta give a good, a good. It's money. It's money. You're ridiculous. It you're is just, total you're just money. Using buttons. We've talked about this. I'm using sickness. buttons to my advantage. Kate. All right. All the right. boys on on Amazon. They're filming season two, by the way. That's how pop. That's how. 
well it was received. So take a look at it. Amazon Prime. Get it. All right. Okay, what we got next? Well, last night, Ken and I wasted an hour and a half of our lives watching Good Boys, um, the oh, newest please, you, film you out there by Seth Rogen. Yes, I did laugh, and there were some funny parts. But the one part that I had a real, the one thing I had a real problem with was like, okay, as you guys know, quick synopsis about these three little boys who are sixth graders who are trying to be cool, and it's you know, it's their typical coming of age, modern coming of age story by Seth Rogen. Okay, so that being said. I said to Kyone, it's not realistic nowadays. Like, when I was in sixth grade, like, okay, maybe. Like, I don't even think, I don't even remember us talking like that. Like, it was almost like watching babies on screen. It was weird. My sixth graders nowadays know more than probably we do. Like, it just wasn't realistic. They weren't as mature as you would expect them to be. Um, Very, some very funny parts. Um, Laughed my ass off. Seth Rogen's hilarious. Jacob Tremblay. Well, yeah, he, he had a hand in this film. Um, Jacob Tremblay, who was in Room um, with uh, Brie Larson, he was like five or six at the time. Now he's like t- probably 11 or 12, I'd say. He played the lead character quite good. Um, I don't know the other two boys, but they were good too. Uh, you have uh, you have uh, Keith L. Williams, who played Lucas. Oh, he was hilarious. And then you have uh, Brady Noon, who played Thor. The hilarious. It, it, it was really Thor. cool too. Like that just shows you how modern day it is. Like, I know. I, I like. I like. I thought the boys played really well. Over no, each other. they, they did. were believable they did. as friends. They were very believable as friends. I will give them that. Um, the show, you know, was campy. It was cute. I mean, it was nothing to write home about, but it was whack. It was stupid. Um, you know, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was it was basically about this kid who has a crush on a girl wants to go to a party but it was also a coming of age in the sense where showing you how as you go through your life and make certain decisions and get older you know your relationships with people change and your friendships change and i think that was basically the underlying story um it was it was cute it was you know uh, listen did you waste an hour and a half of your time going to the movies to see it if you're in the mood for something Funny for the weekend. It's yeah. the best thing that's out. I didn't it's, have to it's think. It's adult comedy, uh, acted and performed by little kids, which makes it ten times funnier in yes. some cases, right? Uh, but you actually think to yourself they were that, like idiots. but you actually think to yourself that do do sixth and seventh graders actually talk to each other like this nowadays? Like when I was in sixth grade, I never had conversations with people, like with my fellow friends, about kissing girls or going to parties and I don't know it, I guess the times are different I, I think I, we definitely talked about that in sixth grade but I think sixth grade I mean we weren't I, talking I about remember. anal beads and shit like I, yeah, I mean well, we weren't was, talking about anal beads no and, all, and, and, and they're called is, anal beads which Hilarious. was part of the which was part of the movie uh, movie um, you know it, it, it does show innocence Mm-hmm. Um, but they did also come off stupid because some of these words yeah. that they couldn't pronounce didn't like, make any sense. You're really? Saying, you're in sixth grade. It's 2019. You should know some of this. Yeah. Like, how to say something. Like, it just. Dumb. It, but listen, Seth Rogen had a hand in producing this film, of course. It's super bad and, and, and Pineapple Express and all these other Seth Rogen movies mixed into one. It's like, it's like The Hangover, but for kids. Oh, oh, that's the a good one. Hangover, but for kids. It's like as if they had been transported back to when they were in sixth grade. Exactly, right? A little less raunchy. No, definitely raunchy. Because raunchy, hangover but not is like raunchy. No, I know that, but this wasn't like hangover type level. It, Kate, it was it was hangover level for preteens. All right, fine, I'll give that, it to you. You know, they sell drugs. Uh, they they get into a fight with a frat. Shooting them up with a paintball. Like, they shooting people paintball with paintballs, gun. paintball guns. Uh, they're cursing up a storm, right? 
they're they're you know it's it's all of the makings of an it's an adult comedy centered around young kids, which is is which is what makes it funny. Now, would I recommend it as a movie to see this weekend? Yes, because it's probably the only good thing out yeah. this weekend, right? Um, I did not have a chance, and I'm going on a tangent here oh, to Lord. address. I did. Uh, Kate did write a review on this on Scriptly Adapted Uncut or oh, Scriptly Adapted yeah. Entertainment's Scriptly Adapted Entertainment's Instagram page. But I must say that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was very good. Kate says was very good. Oh no, I was slightly disappointed. Oh god, um, I am worst. a very big Tarantino fan. I pretty much like I wow wow. I pretty much like his stuff. I get it, Kate. Thank you. Oh, Thank you very much. No problem. I, I get. Kate is such a poser. Listen, she can't whoa, stand. Whoa. She can't whoa. stand Tarantino. Taking it back to sixth grade. Talk she about sixth grade. She can't stand Tarantino. I don't like Tarantino, but I own it. I don't. But I'm not a fan. now she's a Tarantino I, fan. I like the movie. People, what what's wrong with that? What the hell did you like about this movie? I like some of Spike stuff, but I don't like most of it. Whoa, whoa, it's all hold right. on. This I'm movie, saying. I'm not going to say He's was like overall the... bad. This movie had some it, great yeah, acting. and I wouldn't say it was overall but great. But the story but was just was... a little far-fetched. I didn't care about the story. He's Tarantino. Since when is he not far-fetched, Kiyote? Okay, but his stories are usually entertaining. This was not entertaining to me. I loved it. I loved how... De- I didn't, well, okay. I didn't love it. I appreciated it, and it was good. For Tarantino, most of the time he's like the white Spike Lee. I get lost. I don't know what the hell's happening. You had me in the first twenty minutes. Now did you, you call him the white Spike Lee. I did. Kate, I did. Are you trying to get his hate mail? I'm that, just that, that, you can't call no. him the white Spike in Lee. In terms of the way he does his films, that's what I'm trying to say. Is his films just go on and on for too damn long? He has three different friggin' topics, let alone like you'd think they were genres at this point. Exactly. And and it's all over the place and things. But this film. He did just enough where you weren't lost. You could follow along. He intertwined fiction with nonfiction, which I thought was very, very clever. Acting, as per usual, was brilliant. You had Margot yes, the, Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. Brad Pitt. Margot Robbie was a little unnecessary, but I get why. I, I don't I, think I, so. I, I, I mean, think you know who was unnecessary? Kurt Russell. That's who was unnecessary. Kurt Russell's always in some Tarantino movies I know. randomly. He's great. He's great. Listen. But still, he's married to Goldie Hawn. The man doesn't need to work. Who cares? But the point yeah. is, I, di- I liked it. The music was good. I thought it was good. And I, have, I liked the way it ended. Okay, I have no problem on, with the film... As directed and acted and written, well, some of the writing, I have no problem with that. I had a problem with the story and where and where he was taking us, and then adding in, which we had no idea no. by trailers and stuff. We he added in the element of the Manson murders. Yeah. But I'll tell you why he did that. I'll tell you why he did that. It was very different because he used the protagonist because the protagonist, what you get from the trailers is that he's a has-been, right? He's trying to recreate his career. He's trying to still stay relevant. And he's trying to be a hero. Hey, hey. Listen, I'm sorry. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. But the point is, is that at the end of the film... He works it in such a way where he's redeemed. He's redeemed him. He's redeemed himself. And I just thought it was so brilliant the way he did it and how he kind of changed the course of history. I get in the that, film. but it would have been a little like more that. interesting if you kept up with that story of those two and then had it go down the line of. That's like, boring. It's not boring because yes, Tarantino could have done something funky with it. He but, did. But he did. But it was. I don't know. I just. I maybe I have to watch it again. It was. But I just did not. Is is what is that? Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay, trying. really? I was trying. Stop pushing the button. Guys, listen. I, it, it was. It was. It was just okay. Listen, 
acting, direction, how it was shot, editing, all great. The story, I just, I, I did not, I did not love. I 100%. liked it, and you know what? He still has one more film to redeem himself, right, Quentin? You gonna retire? He's at ten, ten movies. You're not retiring. Who are you He's kidding? You gonna crank that out another narcissist one. asshole, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> is not retiring. <laughs> all right, I don't care what anybody says. He's not. He's gonna have his hand in some type yeah, of film. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah. Give me a break, all right? But listen, for the ten films he's done, pretty damn good. He's I mean, that's a hell. Well, he's nine night. films, pretty good filmography. I must yeah. say. I mean, he's won Academy Awards. He's yeah. won other people Academy Awards. I mean, shit, Awards. I'd retire. I mean, I'm just saying. I listen. I what else you gonna consider, do? I consider it, but I got. I had to go on that tangent about once upon a time. And now, since you went on that tangent, I'm gonna go on a tangent. So a couple of year, days later, a couple of years, a couple of days later, we went to Jacob Burns and saw The Farewell, <laughs> starring Aquafina um, and a whole ensemble cast, and it was. Very, very well done. It was basically about um, uh, this older woman, Aquafina's character's grandmother, um, who is, uh, Aquafina's character's name is Billy, and her grandmother is dying. And it's in the culture and, you know, where if a person's super old and super sick, they just don't tell them. They just allow them to live out their last days being happy and healthy uh, in their mind, healthy, uh, as they can be to enjoy their last days. And honestly, the music was great. Aquafina's performance was fantastic. I always found her funny. Chaotic will disagree. But yeah, um, she's not funny at all. But this film, she was very she's more deadpan, like if you like that kind of stuff. But she was she was captivating in this role. She was very different. Um the acting all the way around was excellent. And honestly, like, it got me, man. Like, when they left, when the last scene, when they left her there standing in uh, in China at her house, like, and they were leaving to get on the plane, like, I had to choke back some tears. Um, you know, I grew up with family abroad, so I can, I, I remember those feelings every time you would leave them. It was just sad. Um, but it was, it was a great film. I appreciated it for what it was. It was very simple. Uh, it showed not only cultural uh, differences, but it showed... Um, respect for elders in the community it showed a sense of family a sense of community and also a sense of yourself coming to know yourself so i really i really uh enjoyed it i thought it was a great film and uh you guys should go see it yes um definitely something to go see beautiful to watch um i aquafina was good was I impressed? Well, was the it role wasn't really? that dynamic. Yeah, it wasn't that. For her that, to be off the wall. I mean, it was about a girl who's losing her grandmother. How extra did you want her to be? Just wasn't, it wasn't that, um, it wasn't that dynamic to me. Um, I liked it. You but liked every, it. You wrote a glowing review. It, it, yeah, it, the, 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 the performance itself wasn't dynamic like you just said, but the film was beautiful. It was really sweet and touching and and just showed us different side of how culture handles death and how they see death um, and the celebration they did around that grandmother to make her feel comfortable as if there was nothing going on just to live that normal day her last few days as a normal right. day you know what I'm saying and you know what it was based on a true story and apparently it's six years later and she's still alive. and she's still alive she's, she's alive. and it just shows you also too that. You know, every culture is different. And when you focus on enjoying life and focus on the positive aspects of life, then you are able to really enjoy and not be so 
humdrum and glass half empty. Um, so guys, we're going to wrap it up with some shows that we're currently watching. I am currently in the midst of Orange is the New Black. Um, and it is season seven, people. It is it. The final season. I cannot wait to see how they end this, uh, end this masterpiece. And yes, I call it a masterpiece. Kione is not interested in it. And that is fine with me. I find time to watch it on my own. But you want to talk about strong women, people? I mean, I might just have to do a show on this. Um, teaser. Spoiler alert. That is but a anyway, spoiler alert. It's, it's been a great ride, and I can't wait to see how they end it. Um, I love all the characters. Kate, it's in, just great. Kate, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm so against this show. It, I don't get it. I think it's not that good. It's not that funny. It's not that entertaining. That I don't even know funny? what the hell is happening. Is that like, what, what, well, of course you won't, because all you do is ask, sit there and ask the, me random what's questions. What's the point of it? Like it's Clearly, just so. It's, it's showing the justice system and how it demeans. In a comedic and, dark way. Yeah, right? it's a dark comedy, but it shows the justice system and how women are, I don't see are what treated the hype like animals. Is about. It's good, but it, what's well, the now hype? the hype is about people trying to see it through to the end. That's what it is. I mean, did you have some drier seasons than some? Yeah, of course. That's how shows go, right? How many episodes do you have left? I don't know. I can't watch it. I can't binge it because you're always home and you're you just make me not want to watch it. Kate, listen. I, you I, ask me stupid questions and you act like you're interested. I act like I'm interested because at the time... I'm interested in whatever scene is happening, but then after that, I don't give a damn. Like it's like, what's happening here? Crap, I've ever heard okay, in my life. It's not. It's not that. Guys, good. listen. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm against. I, I'm gonna be humming the theme song for the rest of my life. Anyway, wrapping this uh, ver- this this edition up of uh, scriptly uncut. I want to talk really quick about a new series that's out called The Family, and it's an interesting combination of. It's considered documentary. That's the genre, but it's an interesting combination of documentary and also. Um, you have actors like reenacting parts in real life. So, um, lead character played uh, by James Cromwell. So basically, the family is about this underground kind of influence in Washington, being able to pass things and get things done uh, the way they want. Um, I don't know much more than that, but it's something that's caught my attention. So I'm going to definitely be tuning in. But guys, listen, this is Kate and... This is Kyoto from Scribbly Adapted Uncut. Guys, keep up with our content. Yeah. Look out for the new shows coming out. So a big, big, big thing that's coming down the pike that uh, that, that we're working on, people, that uh, you'll find out soon. But thank you, everyone, for keeping eyes on us. Listen to our podcast on Anchor. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you can ta- you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, some of our uh, vi- our TV shows or our actual video shows that we've uh, put out there in our library as well. Thank you guys. All Check right. us out. Take care, guys. Later. Bye.